Welcome to Breaking Barriers. You know your path. We know the obstacles. And we can teach you how to tear them down. And now your host, CEO and founder of Adapting Social, John Vigero. Uh, everybody, thank you again for tuning in to Breaking Barriers. I hope everybody is creating a great start to their 2021. Um, it's exciting stuff, guys. The, the first month of the year is already practically done and in the books. Um, and we're on our way through Q1 already. And um, today I am honored and super excited to have Jamie and Barry. Um, my man and I, one of the things that I always push on all of my different channels is is how important it is to build a network, you know, to, to get and meet like-minded people, um, go to personal development events, you know, have a coach, have somebody who's got your back and thinking of things that you can't think of. Because a lot of times we're in the weeds and we don't see our challenges. We don't see what we're blinded to, right? We all have these blind spots, just in a car, and we don't see those blind spots. And so uh, I actually met Jamie in, uh, in 2018 um, at Tony Robbins' uh, UPW in, uh, in Newark. And, uh, and we fucking had a sick, intense, awesome moment where literally Tony's like, all right, go into – go." we're in a stadium with 12,000 people, right? And – uh, he's like, go find somebody <laughs> and go connect to them, whatever. And then Jamie and I, you were like across the room for me. I went like all the way into the back and kept going. I don't even know where you were actually sitting. And literally, uh, you know, we, we connected and we connected deeply. And, you know, and, I, and I'm glad that, you know, two years later, you know, we just recently reconnected, but I'm really glad that we did. Um, and, uh, and so without further ado, we have my man Jamie and Barry here. Um, and, and before I even dive into, who you are, what you do. I don't want to do any uh, unjust to that. Please just share with everybody, like, who the hell is this guy, Jamie? And can you please do them the honor of telling a little bit about yourself? Absolutely, John. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor. Um, I absolutely love your show. But Thank you. so who, who am I? Well, I'm a success coach, but who, who am I really? I'm somebody who has struggled with imposter syndrome my whole life. I've served in the military for nine years as a combat photographer and videographer. But more than that, I'm an artist at heart. Mm. Um, I've had my run in the corporate world in marketing, doing marketing for Child Help, one of the biggest nonprofits in the U.S., helping kids that are going into the foster uh, circles and, uh, you know, helping them as an advocate and in marketing. But my passion really lies in helping women in entrepreneurships and also going through the corporate world to overcome imposter syndrome. Um, and that's who I am. I'm a passionate person, full transparency, almost in every aspect of life. You ask me my life story and I'll give it to you at a drop of a hat. I love um, pride myself on being authentic. And and so you, you mentioned, and thank you for that, man. Seriously, what what does that mean? So for people who are listening right now, like what the fuck is imposter syndrome? What, ah. what does that mean? So the definition of imposter syndrome does not give it justice, but basically it's the feeling of I don't belong. Someone's going to figure out that I don't know what... I'm doing. 
Mm. I'm an imposter or, and, and a lot of times it comes up in our lives as different aspects of right. either procrastination and high performers, uh, fear of success, fear of failure, fear of speaking out, fear of rejection. There's a lot of different ways that it can come up. It can even come up as pretending like you don't have it or boasting or perfectionism. Can, it can be all rooted in different ways. And the key is to trying to find the root of what the cause is. And unfortunately, it can cause big problems, uh, especially in corporate worlds where somebody's going in to try and give a presentation and they're stuck or they fumble. And I was actually talking to someone the other day about this uh, that was in the corporate world and doing uh, financial planning for large companies. She had done the same thing 12 times, but she's afraid to go into it every single time. And I asked her last night, have you ever once botched your presentation? She said, no, I've done it 12 times. Okay. So what's the problem? And so we uh, did a deep dive. I won't share details, but we did a deep dive. And, you know, now she can go into those meetings. No problem. That's that's big, man. That's, that's big, man. I think I think I think I think sometimes that that even I have found even I have found that I think engagements where you know I think everybody everybody to some extent to some extent this feeling at some point in their lives in career whether it's in a relationship. And, you know, when I started my business, you know, again, I was, I was a 17-year-old kid that knew nothing about anything. I was just trying to figure it out for my whole family. And I felt that way a lot. I felt that way a lot. And even sometimes because, again, over the years, it's been over 11 years since I've started my company, um, you know, there will be a once-in-a-while feeling that will pop up because I was always, like, the young guy. Because you know what he's talking about? Like, you know, it was always a question like that. Um, so, you know, it made me think. It made me question myself. And, um, you know, it's it's something that I think that it's it's awesome that you're sharing awareness and, and that's a primary focus for you because I don't think enough people focus on that. Um, and, and I'm excited that you're, you're diving in there. Um, what, what, what would you say are the main things? Like if you had to give, you know, right now somebody – you know, one to one to three tips on on overcoming this. You know, obviously, you have to, everybody's different, but just in a general perspective, if somebody said, you know, somebody's listening, they're like, "Damn, I feel that." What should I do? What three are one to three value added tips? You know, would you be able to provide them on that? Absolutely. Um, so yes, it is different for everybody, and to really do a deep dive, it it takes a long time to dive into this. But um, a couple of things that you can do is, number one, list out the lies that you're telling yourself. And it helps to write them down. There's power in the pen. Write them out and then write out all of the places that you've been in your life, all of the things that you've accomplished, even if it's small, even if it's just going to a job interview. Going to a job interview is actually overcoming fear of rejection. And we can do a dive on that, but that takes time. And then what you do is you extract some of the internal resources that you have from that track record that you mm -hmm. wrote down. Right. 
and then look for similarities in those lies and the, that track record. Where have you been that you've already overcome those things and start crossing out those lies because you've already overcome them. So that's one way. Mm. Another way is to recognize in yourself when it, uh, when it comes up so you have early warning signs. Mm. Like if it is going into a boardroom, think about the last time you felt it. What thoughts and emotions came up with that, but then where in your body is that sensation? You, there's a physicality to it that you'll see or you'll feel ahead of time and try to pinpoint it. It's that that early warning sign will pop up a few seconds before the thoughts and emotions actually grab you and then go through a simple belief circle change. And this is actually such a simple technique, but it's very powerful. It's a series of questions. Right. Once that pops up, simply ask yourself, do I want to feel this way? Be real with yourself. Stand up and actually there's power in that question. Do I want to feel this way? Because you're st- taking a stand against it. Right. Obviously, the qu- answer is no. There are sometimes <laughs> it's yes. Like, I didn't work out yesterday. I feel bad about that. Do I want to feel that way? Yes. So I get up and work out. Right. But if the answer is no, then ask yourself, how do I want to feel instead? You're making an, a conscious change and making that state change, that shift. And then ask yourself, what must I believe about myself in order to make that possible? And then reference your resources and ask, what resources do I have to make that a reality? And that's right. it. Going through that simple belief change and making it a habit. That way, when that physical feeling or that emotion pops up, it becomes a state change. And pretty soon it becomes just automatic. Mm. And at that point, it's just subconscious. You don't have to think about it. Exactly. I appreciate that. Like anything, you work on it enough, and then it's, you know, uh, conscious incompetence, incompetence, conscious competence, and then unconscious. Right. And then it just happens. Right. Sometimes you still have to work at it if it's a new situation. Got it. Got it. And and thank you. Those are great tips. Um, One of the things that we always get asked here commonly is what – do you have a morning and a, an evening routine that get you set up for success for the next day um, slash current day? Um, and if so, what are those? Yes, absolutely. So I took a, a lot of these tips from other high performers like Brendan Burchard, Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, um, Grant Cardone, different things and, and kind of put together my own. So number one, no screen time an hour before bed. Mm. All electronics. I don't care what it is. Put it down. Put it away. An hour before bed. That's that's fire. An hour before bed. And it can be hard, especially if you got something coming up or it's late or whatever, or the Mandalorian has a new episode, you know. But as you're going in, into your night, if you turn it off, then you're letting your unconscious mind rest. Right. Because it's not getting that stimulation. Um, and then there's also the blue light additive, you know, and, and that's, there's medical proof in that. I won't go into it. But um, and then to journal before bed. Get out mm-hmm. a journal and write down your wins from the day, a couple things that you're grateful for. And then here's the thing. Do a brain dump. 
your ideas and stuff. Because when you're laying down at night, if you've ever laid there staring at the ceiling and all of these things are bouncing around your head, that's your unconscious mind trying to yell at you because your unconscious mm -hmm. mind is creative. And so you write those things down. The practical benefit of that is twofold. You're going to sleep better because that's not in your mind anymore. But right. also when you wake up in the morning, you're not going to forget your ideas. Right. I like How that. How many times has that happened? You lay down. Oh, yeah, I'll remember that. You wake up and it's gone. Right. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got to hit the horn on that one. <laughs> I like that. I like that. I got to hit the horn on that one. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So phone away, journal, and yep. that's your evening. Yep. What's now, your morning? The morning side of it, uh, I get up and I feed my mind and my body first. I mean, this is a habit I built in the military, but you get up. And whatever time it is, depending on the day, but most of the time it's 5 a.m. for me, um, sometimes earlier, but get up. Uh, I do a priming exercise, meditation, you know, feed into my body, feed into my soul and have vision for the day before anything else. Um, actually, before my, hit, feet the, uh, before my feet hit the floor, I think about three things I'm grateful for that day. And then Ooh. step into that. Then prime, think about the day, visualize, put in out there what I want out of the day, out of the week, out of the month. And so that I'm moving forward with vision and I'm aligned with that. Then I go work out, depending on the day, either P90X, going on a run, whatever it is. And then after all that, then I sit down, I have breakfast and uh, usually it's a shake or something like that, but that doesn't matter. And then I sit down and I take a look at my um, my planner, I use a physical planner, but here's the thing. I don't look at emails or anything like that until I've been awake for two hours. Mm. I give the first two hours of my day to myself, you know, sit. If I'm, if I want coffee, I'll have that, whatever it is and just sit and nobody's awake at this time. Um, after I forgot to mention, but after I work out, I sit down and I open my Bible pray, mm. spend a little time in the word, and then move into scheduling. Okay. And it's only at the scheduling part that I actually open up my Google calendar and I <laughs> transpose it onto my physical plan, uh, planner. Got it. Got it. So you enjoy, you enjoy writing things down. Well, yes, there's a, there's a component with it. When you write something down, if you're visual or uh, kinesthetic, Yep. then you'll remember it more, it happens more, and you'll actually manifest more in your day. Got it. Got it. Very cool. See, see these, are, these, are, these are absolute fire golden nuggets you're dropping here that I think that a lot of people who are younger that are listening into this that are like, he writes things down on paper. What is that, the 90s? <laughs> <laughs> in a planner? What is it, the 80s? No, but, you know, it's like I, I agree with that. And I think that that's one of the things, too. And I, I've shared this with you in the past with, when I had, you know, really bad anxiety. You know, when I was journaling, um, you know, that ch it changed my life. Man. And I would journal positive thoughts and move past it. And I think that it definitely, me personally, I, it, it's impacted me. So I can I can testify to that. Um, and, and I appreciate that. One of, one of the things I always like to kind of, you know, put my, my guests in the spot with um, I'm going to put you on the spot here a little bit with, and I'll give you the background story after the fact, 
Um, okay. Is there any adage, life quote, or something that you really vibe with that you've thought about or, or gets you going in tough times um, and gives you that men mentality, the mental fortitude to push forward? Um, and if so, what is that? I have two. Okay. Number one, greater love has no man than this, that he lay down his life for his friends. John mm. 15. That was my, it's my life verse. It's what I live by. Love it. You're going to break my button over here today. <laughs> the second one is you are the paintbrush of life. Mm. Is it art yet? Mm. I like that's, that. That's my own quote. I like the open-endedness of, of that. You know, because it's like, obviously, it's up to you to make that happen. Absolutely. And that's, it's such a simple question, but it can be a deep dive. Mm. You know, what are your day, it can be your day, your hour, your month, your year. It's a blank canvas. And you are the art, you are the paintbrush, you're the medium. What are you going to do with it? Is it art yet? Right. I love it, man. I love that. And and so this this derived, and for anybody that's new listening in here today, you know, this this derived because when I first started the business when I was 17, you know, I was still in that phase where I was like trying to find this quote that I felt like was gonna like resonate somehow with me and motivate me. And so I'm Googling like a mad person. Finally find this quote that I really love that I'll share. And I printed it out, I put it in my family's my, my parents' house unfinished part of their basement, which is where my little office was. Um, and then I had it in my bed, in my bedroom, where when I woke up, um, it was on the wall, and then it was on the ceiling. So when I woke up, I saw it. When I looked left and got out of bed, I saw it. Um, and uh, even in my crazier days, I had it in the bathroom when I was brushing my teeth and getting ready for the day, I saw it. So I always kept seeing this damn quote. And it read, live a few years of your life like most people won't, so you can live the rest of your life like most people can't. And that doesn't necessarily mean uh, financial means or this or that. It's, it's just whatever, whatever your happiness or success, you know, that you're after, whatever the peak of that mountain and the journey mean to you, you know, for me, it was always understanding. Cause again, I came from a family who financially was not in the best shape, but like, you know, the, the love, attention, everything that we got was like at an all time high, you know, we were great, you know, uh, oldest of five. But we had a lot of challenges, right? So, and I and I wanted to have a different life than that growing up. Um, I don't want to have to worry about you know the next this, the next that, or if I could do this. And so, I knew. And for the first couple of years of my business, again as a teenager, I I really really like sunk into that because living a few years of your life like like you don't want to, and being and and, and compromising a little bit and sacrificing your time, who you are. You know, because again, with time, there's there's only 24 hours in a day. So what you're going to put that 24 hours towards, you know, it, you have to choose that, right? And and the outcome of what you decide in your every single day and the decisions you make create the future that you're going to have. And so for me, that quote is resonating because I'm going to have to struggle before I can emerge. And if you care about something enough, whether it's a business, your personal goals, your health, your relationships then you're going to you're going to succeed if you have that mindset that you're going to go through you're going to go through the valley okay you're going to go through the valley but the bottom line is you can't you can't go to the other side if you don't go through the valley first 
Um, and so, you know, at the end of the day, that's why that really resonated. And I always love to ask, you know, my guests, uh, you know, what theirs is. And I, and I love yours. And I love that you have an original. Um, that's, that's pretty awesome, man. And, and my, one of my originals, which is, um, it's, I would say it could even be cut from the same cloth is where, you know, I say to people instead of, okay, you know, have a good day or, or goodbye. I say, create a great day, right? So your paint, your paintbrush means that you're holding the paintbrush. You are the paintbrush. I say, create a great day because you're the, you're, you're the paintbrush, right? You're the artist. So do it, you know? Um, but I'm super, super stoked. Um, and love your quotes, man. Those are, those are awesome. Dude, and, you should be hitting that button for yourself. That's <laughs> an incredible one, man. Thank you. I'm gonna, I, I, I hit it. I hit it. This button's officially broken today. Um, but you know, and listen. So you know, as we come to an end here, man. What What are some? How? So this is where you hashtag plug yourself. You know, where can people find you? How can they engage with you? Um, and uh, and yeah, you know, what's your website, social tags, everything? Absolutely. Uh, so number one, you can find me on jamieandberry.com. It's just, it's my name. I'm, I am literally the only Jamie and Barry out there. I am very easy to find. I love it. Find me on Facebook, Jamie and Barry. <laughs> I have several uh, businesses that I, that I run or, or pages that I, I used to have up. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at I am Jamie and Barry. You can find me on Clubhouse at Jamie and um, I'm, I'm extremely easy to find you feel free to email me, jamieandberry at gmail.com. But the best way to connect with me, uh, is either on Facebook, one of the social media platforms, or simply go to my website, www.jamieandberry.com. And it's spelled J A M E A N B E R R Y. And then number one, a free gift to everyone out there is my toolkit. Mm. download it i never collect emails it's not a lead gen or anything like that because i always hated that when i was starting okay. out just click the button download it it pops up right there on the screen it's not emailed to you or anything like that and then book a free session with me i'd love to hear your story i love that man and thank you thank you first off for that gift and, and i appreciate you know you being able to give some of the opportunity to, uh, to be able to speak to you. And, uh, you know, again, um, anybody listening in right now, you know, um, especially obviously in uh, Jamie's, you know, niche, which is, you know, uh, women and in the corporate world, correct? So, you know, anybody who's looking for, you know, for that and, and that personal coaching, um, I can totally testify to obviously what Jamie does, his passion, um, you know, and I think at the end of the day, like I mentioned earlier, I think that the best investment on earth, if you ask a real estate agent, they'll say is earth. <laughs> but if you ask, if you ask anybody who's been successful in life, you know, they're going to say investing in yourself. And I think that one of the most important things is, is having, you know, doing personal development every year, you know, going to different seminars, learning from people. I think coaching is something that everybody should do and try, especially if you're in the corporate world and you want to grow and build your career. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of blind spots that we have that we don't realize. So, Anybody listening in, give my man Jamie in, uh, you know, download his gift. And then also, in addition to that, just jump on a call. Can't hurt. So, um, you know, Jamie, again, thank you so much, dude, for your time today. I know time is the one asset we don't get back. So you spending it here with us and dropping these golden, absolute Hiroshima's on us today. We're, we're awesome. So I really, really appreciate you. Um, and, uh, and thank you, man. I appreciate it. 
John, it's a pleasure as always. It's great seeing you, great talking to you. Yeah. And I can't wait for the next UPW, man. Oh, yeah. We're going to crush it. And and everybody listening in, like I said, go give, go give Jamie a follow at the very least. Um, and everybody out there that's listening, create an amazing day. Um, everybody get after it. You know, you're in charge of it. You're the pilot to your life. Or in Jamie's case, you're the paint. You're the artist. You know, so so get after it. You know, it's it's in your hands. And I think a lot of people, um, <clears throat> some people, sometimes Jamie and see me as overly optimistic. I've gotten that a lot. Um, and, you know, and somebody's like, well, what if, you know, you're, you know, you're, you know, I got pulled over today by, by a cop or, you know, I got a ticket. My car broke down on the side of the highway. These things happen. And I think that with life, no matter what, I think part of my priming, one of the things I didn't say yet, but part of my priming is every day, I start my Monday off specifically knowing something's something and plurally and some things are going to not go my way this week. And, and I can't help that. That's going to be inevitable because there's, this is life and there's so many other agendas happening at once. So things are not always going to go John Bagaro's way. Um, and so I, pre- I prep myself for what's to come. And, and being, listen, I'm a hardcore Jets fan, right? Hardcore. So I'm used, to, I'm used to losing, taking the L on the chin. But Tom Brady, he has this thing, and I would highly recommend people watching it um, on Facebook Watch. And it's, out, it's been out for like, I think, a year or two now. But it's called um, Tom vs. Time. And in it, he specifically has a coach that, like, yeah, that, that literally just beats him up. Like, no joke. Like, he's, he's, like, you know, throwing the ball. But he has, like, these monsters just, like, killing his body right and this is during off season and the coach said we have to prepare tom's body mentally and physically for what's going to happen during the season so that it almost feels like it's normal um and so i think that with entrepreneurs and and you know anybody that's in a high performing industry getting yourself prepared that the week is not always going to go your way is a big part of setting yourself up for success. So when I say create a great day, I'm talking about priming too, right? Like letting, like this week, there's gonna be something that you know your wife does or my wife does that's gonna tick us off a little bit. Or there's gonna be something that happens with a client. There's gonna be something that happens with a neighbor. There's gonna be something that happens with health. It's gonna happen, but it's not what we do. It's how that's how we react to it. Um, and if we're upset, which is normal, not staying there. So at the end of the day, everybody create a great day. And, uh, and get ready for February because you know again we're we're getting into Q2 and we're getting to, we're getting into Q1 almost getting to that Q2 mark soon um, and this year is going to be over before we know it just like 2020 and you know every day the decisions you make are going to either create success or pull you away from it uh, to call it the withdrawals or deposits you're either putting that you're putting that money in that bank um, aka those goals and the and the things you need to do to create the success you're after or you're you're withdrawing. Um, so at the end of the day, it's up to you, but create an amazing day. And Jamie, and again, thank you so much, brother. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me, John. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely, brother.